You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, baby. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception, Reception, the show. Let's talk about T. Higgins. We'll start there, okay? Uh, I think, listen, it's a little overblown when people were like early on in Jamar Chase's career that people were saying, oh, T. Higgins is just a straight-up better player than Jamar. I'm like, all right, come on, relax, okay? Like, you know, football is football and fantasy is fantasy, okay? Like, let's not let's not get yeah. this twisted a little bit, okay? But the dude is great, man. He's a great really player. I mean, just a straight, he could be a number one on any other team, not with Jamar Chase, okay? Um, I really like T. Higgins, but 109 targets last year, 74 receptions, cracked 1,000 yards again, seven touchdowns as well, and nearly 68% catch rate. I thought the dude was was super efficient as well. But, Matt, this guy's an old-school X receiver, man, big-body guy, mm-hmm. maybe not the fastest dude in the whole world, but he's tough at the catch point. Um, and, and, man, you take a look at his RP numbers – Great at the nine, great on the corner, um, and I just thought this is a, a, a guy that, uh, for, for the offense they're running in Cincinnati, uh, just perfect for what they do. You know, I've talked about this with the Jamar Chase episode. They run a lot of plays like, you know, 989, where uh, like we got two receivers on the outside running a go route, and like the, the slot receivers running a post, which is basically just like, we can, our receivers can kick your corner's ass type of play. Yeah. Like basically. Right. And, and, and obviously Jamar Chase is a big part of that. T Higgins is also a really big part of that. Like you mentioned, <laughs> he, he's a vertical receiver despite yep. like, he's not the fastest guy. He's not the most explosive no. guy, but he's a long strider who gets open down the field. And yeah, I, I know we talk about the X receiver access a ton when it comes to draft season. I'm sure we talk about a lot in season as well, but like, I think the peak of the X receiver axis is like T Higgins. Like he's the, it's like, you're hoping to be T Higgins. And then you start going down like Michael Gallup on that axis. Then it's like Cortland Sutton on that axis. Then it's like, then you're in the Devonte Parker zone. Uh, you can't go through an RP episode without mentioning Devonte Parker. Um, and then, you know, you go down like, where, where <laughs> that's why it's like, point. when we talk about, that's when we talk about George Pickens, like it, where's he going to fall on the X receiver axis? Is it going to be in the Devonte Parker zone? Or is it going to be higher up here on the T Higgins zone? And I think, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what's special about T Higgins is this is a guy in the last two seasons, by the way, like we talk about him as an X receiver because this team also employs Jamar chase who could run out every freaking snap and be in a high end X receiver. Like yep. these guys, uh, they don't like Jamar can line up at X or he can line up at flanker and T Higgins too. Like he took 80% yep. of his sample snaps outside, but was actually off the line more 
because mm. he like he could be a classic X receiver, but he doesn't have to be an X receiver on every percent, every snap. And you know, I was pretty close to 50 50 in terms of his off and on the line rate. So it's really cool, um, you know, for T Higgins too, like a guy that has cleared 71 percent, 71% success rate versus press in all three seasons. He's been over 70% success rate versus man in back to back years. I mean, the guy is really like he's a separator too. Like, let's not get it twisted. We know he's right. I, I think. I think he's probably one of the best pure ball winner contested catch receivers in the NFL, but oh, this is a guy who can get so open strong. too. Yeah. At, yep. Yeah. But this is a guy who can get open too. Oh yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, and you talk about, you know, pretty effective uh, success rates versus man and zone coverage 37, but this is what struck to me. Uh, we talked about this with Jamar chase too, but it's like, can we get some variety of routes, please? Uh, I mean, like I get it. This dude, you know, they're running 989 fine. Okay. Like you want this guy over the top fine. I get it. But 37% of his routes were either on the corner nine or post 23% was on the slant. So now we're talking that's 60% of all of his routes are either going long or running a slant route. It's like, I, I don't know, man. Like I just, I'd like to see a little bit more diversity um, out of what T Higgins and, and, and Jamar chase can do. Now, that being said in particular, the nine route, Matt, 19% of his routes were on the nine. That's too high. That is, that's entirely too high. I think in the modern NFL, you'd like that number to be like, I don't know, even 12% is on the higher side. To get to 19%, that's just, that's outrageously, you know, out there, you know? So that's what I would like to see. A little bit of diversity in his route running. Yeah, George Pickens is begging for 19% of his route to be, <laughs> to be route somewhere, by the way. Right, correct, correct. The Steelers, receive, the Steelers receivers <laughs> are begging for 19%. Uh, but, but, you know, regardless of that, right. I, I agree. Now, now, I do think T. Higgins, obviously, he does a little bit more, like, r- relative to NFL average, out routes, dig routes, curl routes, more so mm-hmm. than his teammate. You know, Jamar Chase is – it, he runs a lot more go routes than T Higgins, but, and, and I think, he, you know, T Higgins, especially on those in breaking routes and really the out route too. I think you could, you could you know, put him in there too, but especially on digs and slants, a 1.3% success rate, 80, 80.6% on digs. Um, he's got a great rocker step there, you know, where he, he can kind of shake a defender loose and, and get breaking towards the inside. Just an awesome talent, you know, really um, yeah. another note too, for, for T Higgins, I, uh, um, included three games in his sample without Jamar chase. Um, you know, because on his double coverage rate, it looks pretty low 4.7%. And we talked about Jamar chase is up at like 19% last episode. Yeah, Crazy. Um, that's on the lower side, 4.7%. But I would just note that again, three, three games in this sample were without Jamar chase Brown Steelers, Titans, at least two of those teams, doubled T Higgins quite often, you know, like, Mm. because Jamar chase is not here. Well, okay. We're just going to, we're going to just treat T Higgins like the alpha, because I think that he, he, he could be that guy. So actually I'm curious to ask you real life receiver rankings. Where do you think like T Higgins stacks up in terms of real life receiver rankings? Uh, Is he a top top 10 guy? Is he a top 15 guy? Is he a top 20 guy? He's, I mean, let, let me put it to you this way. I don't have, I wouldn't put him in the top 10. I for sure, hundred percent, definitely top 20. So that probably tells me he's probably in that somewhere in that like 15 to 18 range is probably where I would have him without, you know, without going through the list. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, like I, I agree with you and it, you know, it's always tough to get guys like, where are they at on the aging curve? But 
um, yeah, I, I agree with you that I think he is somewhere in that, in that like 13 to 17 range, you know, um, mm-hmm. guys that are number two, like I think Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, like might be slightly better than T Higgins. Uh, I think like Brandon, Ayuk might be slightly better than T Higgins, but you know, I think I'd rather have T Higgins than like Amon Ross St. Brown. And I love Amon Ross St. Brown, but, um, you know, I just think from a, outside receiver standpoint threading the defense vertically he's probably a little bit better there you know i'd rather have t higgins than debo samuel um i think Devonte smith versus t higgins is kind of an interesting question so yeah I, th- I think definitely top 20 not top 10 somewhere in that like uh four, 13 to uh 17 range <laughs> who are you matt Harmon, talking about you would rather have t higgins than amon ross st brown it's like we've switched bodies or something pal what's going on here i know well listen 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 <laughs> I love Amon Ross St. Brown. I love the yeah. big slot receiver archetype, but it's just finding someone that can win on the vert, like vertically as an X receiver. It's just, hard especially, to find. You know, hard to find. Harder to find, I think, than the big slot receiver archetype. As much as I love, and I have, I have nobody has lobbied to Congress harder than, <laughs> than me for the big slot receivers. That's of what late. I'm saying. That's the what same. I'm saying. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, All right. There you go. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, you know, Nico Collins, and again, another throwback X receiver. Uh, you know, we're talking about dude who's 6'4", 215 pounds. Man, again, not 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 great speed, but that's okay. Um, I also think he's pretty strong at the catch point. I mean, he's, not a, a, he's not a special talent at the catch point, but certainly fights. Uh, you know what I mean? And, and I think when you take a look at his success rates, 60.6% success rate on the nine routes, 72.7%. On the corner, I, I this is a guy that wins downfield, Matt. Yo, I don't, I don't do, um, you know, the 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 TikTok style uh, bullshit clickbaity Twitter thread uh, headline type of stuff, James. Uh-huh. But if I did, if I did, I would probably be, I would probably start this video off with like, the, who's the breakout receiver that nobody's talking about right now? <laughs> it's Nico Collins. Like that. That's how I would start this. Cause um, that's a pretty good post. You, actually. I could, I'd click on that. Yes. Right. Oh, I we should probably just, I'll have Tim clip the video like this as like good. an ironic thing. <laughs> but <laughs> but, ser- oh but seriously, God. I, uh, and look, yeah. I know people are talking about Nico Collins. That's the funny part of it. But um, I do think he's like a really uh, good under the radar breakout candidate this year because I think he has shown, you know, we're, it's probably not a coincidence we're talking about T. Higgins and then Nico Collins because I think Nico Collins fits somewhere on that X receiver axis that we were talking about. You know, this is a guy who it's 71% success rate versus man last year, 74.5% success rate versus press. Like, that's what we're looking for from starting X receivers. And yep. Nico Collins was absolutely a starting X receiver, six foot four, 215 pounds. James, keep it, keep it together over there. You know, it took 89.6% of his sampled snaps outside. It was on the line for 81%. So yeah, I mean, this is a classic X receiver, a little bit of a throwback. And I I think we've seen um, some separation ability with Nico Collins. And last year really took his, I think contested catch game to another level. 
I, I really like Nico Collins. I know like the people think about CJ Stroud and like, Oh, he went to Houston. They have nobody there. You know, I get Nico Collins is not an established player. Not everybody knows him, but I think he has shown some signs that he could be that guy. And like, I think he was starting to break out a little bit last year, you know, on the damn Davis mills, dude, this guy played like a couple games with Kyle Allen last year. I know. Woof. Those were, those were (laughs) rough watches for your boy. Okay. (laughs) Kyle Allen. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but those were tough games uh, for, for Nico Collins, but he was putting volume together, like getting targets. And I I think, and then he got a groin injury. I think it would have kind of happened for him last year, but I think with CJ Stroud, like that's a real nice fit with Nico Collins. I totally agree because you know, the one thing we know about CJ Stroud is that this guy can absolutely launch it. Um, and, and he'll take a, he'll take a couple cracks downfield and, you know, you take a look at the rest of the, the, the rest of their roster, Matt, they don't have anybody who fits that role. You know, they, they drafted Tank all. Dell, who's going to be an underneath player. Um, you know, they took a flyer on Robert Woods. Who knows what he's going to be um, at his age and given his injury history as well. But certainly not a, a, an X receiver. I mean, he's a flanker at best. Uh, hopefully he's a guy that can mix inside outside Robert Woods. But Nico Collins, he's got that role all to himself. There's nobody yeah. else on this roster um, that really can do what he does. So when we're just talking about, you know, real life and or fantasy, guys, bottom line is dude's going to be on the field. I don't care whether mm-hmm. we're talking two tight end sets, whether we're talking two wide receiver, it doesn't matter. Nico Collins is going to be out there. Um, and I would be surprised if he doesn't play 90% of the snaps or more uh, in 2023, because again, from a, Role perspective, Matt, there's nobody else really that can do what he does. Like, we don't even know what the health considerations are for John Mechie at this point. You know what I mean? So, and and by the way, Houston is going to take a big step forward offensively. They were a mess last year. They had a lot of injuries and they didn't have any wide receivers. They had no quarterbacks and they were a mess. Okay. But this year, I like the signing of Devin Singletary a lot. I like mm-hmm. the signing of Dalton Schultz for this particular team a lot, even though I don't think Dalton Schultz is any kind of like special player, but as a pass catching specialist at, at the tight end position, I think he makes a lot of sense, man. So Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary as your running backs, you've got Robert Woods, Nico Collins, who knows about John Mechie, but he's in the mix. You got Tank Dell in the mix as well. Oh, by the way, they go and pick up Noah Brown too. Um, and again, Noah Brown's not some kind of special player, but again, I I think as like a wide receiver, three professional guy in the locker room, he's your guy. Mm -hmm. So I think this is a team, um, that certainly took a step forward offensively. Dude, by the way, Shaq Mason at right guard. I mean, you know, you pair him up with Laramie Tunsil. Uh, we're working with some things here. They've got some things working on that Texans offense, but it all starts with CJ Stroud. And we know that, but to me, CJ Stroud was the the best prospect pro ready prospect to come in uh, and play for Houston. So man, look, Houston's offense, I'm telling you guys, they're going to surprise some folks out there. Yeah, Bobby Slowick coming over from San Francisco, bringing probably like a Shanahan-style offense. And, you know, mm. we talked about this with Ayuk on the last episode that we get caught up in like the gadgety, the yak guys in this offense. But this offense still functions at its best, you know, even when Sh- Shanahan was – ironically in Houston with Andre Johnson um, it, with Julio Jones in Atlanta 
with uh, Brandon Ayuk in San Francisco, this offense still functions mm-hmm. at its best when it has a true X receiver who can win outside against press man coverage, who can win contested catches, and who can threaten the defense vertically. I mean, you look at Nico Collins's RP profile, 71% success rate versus man. Like I said, that that improved nine route success rate, the corner route success rate, the 83.3% contested catch rate, like that that kind of that kind of checks a lot of boxes that we're looking for in terms of that X receiver. And, um, you know, I, I, again, we just talked about T Higgins. I said early on in Nico Collins, when, when I did uh, his 2021 in season uh, rookie reception perception report sample um, that he kind of had some poor man's T Higgins to his game. I actually think like a guy we've mentioned earlier on the show too, Michael Gallup might be a good player comparison for him. Um, now I think what's interesting about, you know, cause they're, their success rates uh, are very similar. Uh, Gallup in 2020, um, we're talking about a guy who was at 72% success rate versus man and 75.5% success rate versus press. Poor poor against zone. Collins, not a good zone success rate player either. That's pretty typical of this like X receiver archetype, more towards right. the middle of it rather than the high end. Um, but an interesting thing about, um, you know, the, the, the Nico Collins profile is like, his slant curl and dig route success rate were pretty good. And they had him run a lot of slants, curls and digs, almost very Michael (laughs) Pittman ish from last year was Nico Collins. So I don't know, man, I, I'm not trying to get so excited about Nico Collins, but dude, yeah, the guy can be had in like the late round of any fantasy draft. The guy can be, uh, you know, acquired kind of on the cheap, I think in dynasty, you know, just like, again, the national media is saying like, there are no receivers in Houston. I kind of think they got a pretty decent prospect here. Prospect here, Nico Collins. Bottom line is, man. Look, we, we, look. Given the coaching staff, um, Damian Pierce, Devin Singletary, they're going to get a lot of work. Okay, that's fine. Um, but if if they are truly going to run that Shanahan, you know, offense where they go for bombs over the top, you know what I mean? The play action is going to be a big part of it. Um, so certainly they've got the running back room to make that happen. And they've got a quarterback, Matt, that can certainly make that happen too. <clears throat> he just it. needs yeah, to figure out his it. footwork. Yeah, he needs to figure out his footwork uh, underneath center, but I'm sure he'll figure that. I mean, come on. I- I'm sure he'll figure that part yeah. of it out. Uh, and if they could do that and bomb it over the top, man, like Nico Gons is certainly going to make some splash plays, uh, and I'm really looking forward to it. Okay, so that's your show for today. Um, we still got so much content. Uh, on the site, ready to be released. Uh, and I encourage everyone to go to receptionperception.com to go figure that out. If this is the first time you listen to us, man, we would certainly appreciate um, if you would subscribe to the podcast, you know, maybe leave a comment, rate the podcast as well, but that would be great. Uh, Matt, again, just give the folks out there a little bit of a timeline uh, in terms of what to expect in the coming weeks. Yeah, so I think the last guy I'm going to do from this sort of year three to four receiver drop is Gabe Davis. And then, um, oh boy, that should be fun. Remember Gabe Davis last year? That should be fun. Yeah. So then I think the rest of the dudes that are going to come out before July, like, you know, the 4th of July weekend, um, is going to be these, you know, the, the Mike Williams, Deontay Johnson, you know, the, then the top of the league, you know, Devontae Adams, those, those type of guys, So pretty much more established players that are further on into their career. And then really after that, I'm, I want to hit a ton of like, um, you know, some, some other names as well, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're looking at right now. A lot of work, a lot of work left to be done, but uh, you know, it'll get done. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and again, I love, I love the dude on Twitter who reached out. I was like, yeah, man, I'm going to listen to you, James. We're going to, I'm going to go to the, the, to the player data. I'm going to, I'm going to go check out the sortable data. I'm telling you there's, there's gems man to be found in the sortable data for sure. Uh, And I can't wait for all that, all those numbers to get updated by the way, by the way, uh, I think we're like, I think we're like two weeks away now. Uh, I could officially say I think we're like two weeks away, I think, from quarterback data. 
uh, hitting the site. Uh, so we're very nice. close uh, on getting that stuff out there for you. And man, you guys are going to really, really enjoy the work uh, from Derek Class. And I certainly enjoy talking to him on the podcast at length uh, to kind of pick his brain on some of the prospects entering into the NFL. But he's going to have your top guys. You know, the the, the Patrick Mahomes is the Josh Allen's, the Lamar Jackson's of the world. Uh, we're going to have that data set out there for you. Uh, in the next couple of weeks. So yeah, he's been grinding, man. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you, I've seen some of his data. Good God. Very extensive. I can't wait to add some of that data to the player data tables too. So um, anyways, if you are a a subscriber to to Reception Perception, we, we appreciate you. If you're not, we appreciate you anyways for listening to the show and to the podcast. All right. So there you go. That's the show. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, but for now we got to go, man. For Matt Harmon, I'm James Cohn. We'll see you.